0: (laughs) Hey, good girls. Welcome to Between the Sheets. A podcast about books, sex, relationships, and occasionally our messy personal lives. I'm your host, Kels. And I'm your host, Denise. So grab a drink and
1: get in bed, you dirty little slut. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Denise, how are you? I am so good right now. For all of you season one listeners, you should know that me and Kels are bringing back a wine talk right now. This is the first
0: episode that we've done this season that we are imbibing in alcoholic beverages. What are you drinking
1: tonight? I am just drinking a Chardonnay. Fancy as fuck as usual. (laughs) Bougie. What are you drinking though? Because I'm very excited for your drink. I'm drinking a Negroni
0: ever since that sound went viral on TikTok. Spaglia. I feel like I've been incepted to like Negronis. It is
1: the Quintus essential white man drink yeah
0: that makes sense I drink Manhattans I'm, I'm old fashions I'm, I'm a white man, a white man. <laughs> one time I went to a restaurant and I ordered this bourbon drink and then the waiter was like oh yeah that guy over there just ordered this and it was like a 90 year old man and I'm like stop
1: <laughs> cool thank you <laughs> uh, speaking of old men ordering fancy drinks give everyone an update on our scorching summer
0: <laughs> so guys when this episode is releasing we OSS will
1: be at beta readers, which is super exciting. Kels, can you just explain to everyone what a beta reader is? Yeah, so a beta reader is before an arc reader,
0: and they are making sure that everything is consistent in the manuscript, that we don't have any glaring plot holes or anything that kind of reads funky, beta readers are supposed to point out. And we have a group of five amazing people that we're working with and an amazing book developmental editor so i'm super excited for oss to you know go out into the world how are you feeling i know
1: i am very excited i can't believe that it's going out into the world so so soon and that it'll have six different new sets of eyes on it i think that's like making me really excited i feel like with the release of water under the bridge i was so nervous but now i'm thrilled for everyone to like read the story of lily and nico which the listener you you have no idea what's coming your way OSS is
0: spicier, funnier, longer. We took everything from Water Under the Bridge and we doubled it and we have had so much fun with this couple. I feel like with our first book, it was a lot of drinking out of a fire hose and not really knowing what's going to be next. And this time we took a little bit of a step back. We did a lot of research and I am feeling so confident in this manuscript.
1: Same. I feel like Water Under the Bridge was our baby, but... This is our hot, sexy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> why? What's up with you and I know. and old
0: guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this episode is going. That, but, that's why uh... she, she has an age gap with her partners,
1: guys. Ooh. You know? She likes the old... <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> anyway, we really, really are excited for you guys to meet Lily and Nico. When we tell you that the book... Is called our scorching summer. We are placing a very heavy emphasis on scorching because there have been a lot of breaks that needed to be taken during our draft read throughs. Yeah, I think we were a
0: little nervous riding Water into the Bridge with their spice level and also Luca and Avery's story just warranted the amount of spice that we put in it. But Nico and Lily are players. So yeah. sex they is are a huge on part. Fire. Yeah. So there <laughs> is If you wanted water under the bridge to be spicier, that is going to be our Scorching Summer. So I hope you guys are ready. I hope you guys have your vibrators charged when you get it. (laughs)
1: Literally. We we should do a vibrator giveaway with our Scorching (laughs) Summer just for the Between the Sheets (laughs) listeners.
0: ARCs are a little while from going out, but if you guys subscribe to our newsletter, The Sticky Note, which is going to be in our show notes, you will be the first to be able to apply for an ARC reader, which is going to be the first people to read the book, which will be in April.
1: Woo! (laughs) <laughs> Woo! Anyway, we are very excited. We're also a few drinks into this recording, so forgive us for being a little slow to the punch. Anyway, speaking of love, let's dive into today's episode. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day.
0: Happy February, if anybody loves February. I got married in this month, so I am- Did you really? Yeah, my anniversary
1: is February 1st. Oh. I know, it's next. It's last week. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Did anyone actually help you plan anything for your anniversary? No,
0: but I planned my wedding anniversary. So we're recording this before February. But when I go on my anniversary date, I'll tell you guys all about it next week. We are going to ceramics class.
1: Oh, nice. Nice my boyfriends always wanted to go to one of those.
0: Yeah, I figured why not? We did ceramics once at home with an at-home kit and we nearly killed each other. So we're hoping that this fares a little better, but I thought it would be cute to create something together for our anniversary.
1: You can ceramic a dildo. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) What are your general thoughts on Valentine's Day? I
0: used to be a very pessimistic person about Valentine's Day. And over the years, that has shifted a little bit. I never used to, celebrate with a significant other. A couple oh, were episodes. are too cool. I know, <laughs> no. Well, I have a traumatic story, which I'll tell you in a little bit, but okay, nice. I am fine with it now. I don't usually go all out or celebrate. We usually just do a dinner at home, but I think it's cute to like
1: spend a day telling people you love them. Yeah. I really like Valentine's Day. I'm not like a Valentine's Day person. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are with Christmas or thanksgiving for example people just love those holidays but i do like valentine's day and i think one of the reasons i really like it is because in new york city when you go out into the train in the mornings on valentine's day all of the high school kids Mm -hmm. are having flowers and balloons and teddy bears and when you're going on your way home you're seeing all the last minute flower orders and you're seeing people like carry it and i don't know that to me feels like very love-filled I really love that, despite it being very commercial, that people still make the effort, even if they're prompted to once a year. I do hope most people are shown that amount of love all the time, but it's just a very nice vibe around the city on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, you can't
1: hate it. I mean, you
0: can, but it's all people in love. So did you ever celebrate when you were single and how did you
1: celebrate when you were single?
0: Do you even remember that far away? (laughs)
1: Literally, I'm like, (laughs) what did a Valentine's Day look like when I was single? (laughs) I don't know. I do actually have one Valentine's Day story where I was single, and I went on a date with somebody, and it's a horror Valentine's Day story. It ended really badly.
0: Oh, perfect. Then we can share our horror Valentine's
1: Day stories first. Amazing. Okay, great. So just for your juicy ears good girls I was as we mentioned in a previous episode always kissing boys first and I had this like long roster of like boys I liked and boys that liked me back and I was just like this player girl I wasn't I was like an introverted awkward nerd but like girls still got guys man (laughs) (laughs) I was not cool in high school but I liked boys and There was this one boy who was dating a girl in my class, and he was from a separate school. And I was, like, single at the time, and I hadn't really, like, ever pursued anybody. I was, like, very against relationships, really didn't like anyone. I was still like, entertain things, but, like, I wouldn't relationship. Yeah. Until I I was 17 is when I had my first real relationship. And this guy had broken up with a girl in my class. They had this, like, long-term relationship. And I got asked out on a date by him. And I knew it was a rebound I did, and I never wanted to be a rebound girl ever, but I like this guy so much then. And so I went on this date, on Valentine's Day, which is like the quintessential fuck boy way to ask someone out. You just break up with a girl, and now you're asking another girl out on Valentine's Day. It's my, my so sad. My <laughs> blood is boiling because... Just wait. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... We didn't even go on a date. He didn't want to take me anywhere because I was the rebound. You can't take your rebound into a public place where all your friends congregate. So we're sitting by the ocean, which it sounds romantic. But if you've been to the Mediterranean, you know that sitting on a bench in front of the ocean isn't all that. Okay. Uh, And it's dark. Someone's bougie over here. (laughs) Like, uh, sometimes
0: I just (laughs) sat in front of a bench on the Mediterranean. Like, people pay thousands of dollars to do that.
1: (laughs) Okay. We were very poor in a very bad circumstance when we live there. (laughs) The beach was the least (laughs) I could have had. Anyway, and we're sitting on this bench. It's February, so it's cold and dark, and I'm shivering. And we're just having this conversation, and I don't know why I wanted this boy so much. He was not very attractive in comparison to the other boys I liked. He didn't have, like, a stellar personality, but, like, I just wanted this boy, and... We're just having these conversations and, like, it's just, he is putting the flirt on so hard. And we kiss. It's very, uh, you know what I mean? It was just, like, not what I wanted it to be. And the entire time I was just, like, I really like you. I know this is kind of, like, not going to be a relationship. So, like, this is really shitty. And he was just, like, trying to, like, get me to, like, do stuff with him. Mm. And I just did not want to because I, again, wasn't very open to, like, a lot of, like, relationships and I was, like, knew that I was the rebound girl here. So it was just, like, the whole thing was, like, really stressful and I didn't like it. And, yeah, so the next day, the girl obviously, like, knew this somehow because... Because someone saw you. Yeah. Small town. Small town small town. I didn't live in a small town, but I lived in a beach village, so it's practically the same thing. Yeah, like one person just needs to see yeah. for the the rumors to, to spread. The things I was called, I was never the girl that was slut shamed in school ever. Except for this one time I went on a date with a guy to the beach on Valentine's Day. And you're like, I didn't even do anything with her. I, like, I didn't even do anything and I felt bad the entire time and it was just like I was. I lost a lot of respect for myself, yeah, like for which I like always that's considered mid? I'm, like, 16, 15 yeah. for a mid guy who, for like, got guy. back together with the girl, like, a week later. Of course it's just kind of like, I don't know. Don't rebound on people, guys. Yeah, no, that's, so you
0: said the kiss was bad. wasn't what I wanted it to be. What did you want it to be?
1: I wanted to not be the rebound. I wanted to be chosen. <laughs> I wanted to be paraded around in front of his friends.
0: Yeah. You know, I heard a great phrase the other day. It was like, you see the, the pan is hot. People are telling you the pan is hot, but you have to touch it to see if it's hot. And I feel like that's how it has to be with rebounds. You have
1: to go through it to be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be a rebound. Yeah, Yeah. and that was my first rebound experience. I'm glad it was like a single evening. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a continuous, ongoing, month-long thing or more because that seems stressful. It just was Valentine's Day, so it's... Little shitty, Yeah, so it's... I'll always think of Valentine's Day as, like, that being a memory of it, and he yeah. had this, like, red fucking hoodie that he wore everywhere, and, like, mm. just, like, the color red on Valentine's Day just, like, icks yeah. me out a little more. <laughs> 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 like, that's why I'm a pink girl. Literally, <laughs> literally. Dude, that
0: sucks. I feel like it's always that one boy, that one Valentine's Day that like <sighs> taints everything. When I was growing up, I told you a couple episodes ago that you thought was hilarious that my grandpa used to take me out on yeah. dates for Valentine's mm. Day. And, and it was... <laughs> Like, my grandma would get all into it. She would make these invitations, and it was really cute. And so, oh,
1: okay, that's kind of cute.
0: Yeah, it was like he would call me and be like, hey, are you free on February 14th? Or I'd get something in the mail. Like, he made it an effort. And he told me, like, the last Valentine's Day that we went out before I went into high school, he said, like, I really wanted to help you set expectations for dates going forward. And I was like, perfect, thank you. I don't know where any of that went because when I got into high school, (laughs) that like left the building. I was like, a guy's paying attention to me? Yes. Because to preface this a little, I was taller than all the guys in fourth grade. Like I was always the tall girl. Nobody wanted to date the tall girl. I didn't want to date short guys. But then when we got to high school, people started like sprouting up. So I was talking to, I was dating this guy. I guess we would say that we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We hung out like once outside of school. My parents never knew about him. And my friends hated him. He was like the bad kid. He smoked cigarettes. I was, he was a sophomore.
1: delicious Mm, bad boy material
0: i know i was like oh my god you have a car and you smoke cigarettes (laughs) like so cool i was very easily entertained in high school like the bar was on the floor okay and we had been dating since probably october and the way he asked me out was he bought me a giant bag of milky way and then he, like, gave it to me, and he's like, I know this is your favorite candy. Anyways. Was asked, it? Yeah, it was. Okay, good. He, he, like, asked me, whatever. And I, like, hid that bag of Milky Way. It was, like, a 20-pound bag of Milky Way in my bottom drawer at a house, so I didn't have to tell my parents where I got it. Oh,
1: t- I hate boys. I can already feel like this is going to hurt.
0: Yeah, so we were good. Like, we had kissed maybe, like, twice because I, again, was never kissing boys, and he was kind of, he was a boy, so he was never, like, let's <laughs> yeah. make out. And we are at school, you know, whatever. So on Valentine's Day, it was my first Valentine's Day with a boyfriend. So I was like, oh my God, so cool. So I show up to school and he has a bouquet of flowers. And I was like, oh, this is for me. He literally ignores me, walks to another girl and gives her the bouquet of flowers. And I was just like standing there like, what the fuck is going on? then... He has one of his friends come over, not even him. His friend came over to me and was like, oh, yeah, he's been actually seeing this girl for two months. And he's decided that he's going to pick her. And I was like, and I found out later that she was putting out. I don't I wasn't putting out, you know, like all these different things. But I was like, my Valentine's Day for high school was immediately tainted I never was like trying to do anything on Valentine's Day I was like anybody who celebrates it's stupid and it was definitely because um I got sidetracked
1: for another girl that is makes me so sad no, I had a really really Dude, how do you even recover from that? Like I would never.
0: No, I literally was like, okay, well, I'm just going to date as many guys as I want and like I was collecting them like cards yeah. cuz I yeah. like definitely put up a barrier and I was like, fuck guys. And that lasted a while, and then I was like, oh, my God, I love this guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had, I never had, like, a good Valentine's Day experience, really, as an adult.
1: Oh. I know. Even right now, as you're married, do well, you have, like, a good date? Like, have you done, like, do you have anything that's memorable in your healthier relationship that you I remember? I guess kind
0: of. Like, we always have dinner. We cook something new together every mm-hmm. year, and it. but we that's do that cute. all the time.
1: So okay, well, you just do what you do, and you show each other how you love each other the same way you do all the time. Exactly, and And because anniversary is so close, it's I would rather
0: celebrate on the first than on the fourteenth. But I don't have like that resentment. Like, get up and get him some chocolate or something. I don't know. Even though all men want on Valentine's Day is head
1: literally they want nothing else for any holiday for any any day of the week really (laughs) i know literally i have that reminds me of another story of a healthier valentine's day it's mostly funny we were me and my partner now we're celebrating valentine's day in our apartment and i had like i did the works i bought like a new set i was like matching we were the lights were low everything was like you know in gear and We popped open champagne, we left the cork on the kitchen counter, we're sitting in the living room where you can see the kitchen, and we're like, you know, getting frisky, it's Valentine's Day. I turn around and I see a fucking rat. (laughs) I see a fucking rat sniffing and chewing on the champagne cork. It just wanted to get frisky too. It, I yelled so loud the rat ran back in and then we had to get our super to come upstairs. I'm still in the lingerie at this point. No joke. Like it's I'm still wearing it. The super's like you got to calm down. My boyfriend's like dying with laughter and I'm crying because I just saw a rat in my apartment. <laughs> through the stove
0: like he came through the stove in your current apartment or your old apartment no no
1: no in, in an old apartment oh
0: because i was like how are they climbing up the stairs <laughs> i was so surprised yeah. with new york a lot of buildings don't have elevators so when i first went to denise's i was like you're gonna make me walk upstairs it's not that bad <laughs> But as someone who lives on a single store, yeah, like... yeah. the important question here. No, is... we did
1: not. I couldn't. I couldn't move on from the rat. Your mind was like rat, rat. My mind was like rat, and then they had to like take apart our stove and fix everything for us because there was a hole that the rats were getting through to eat all the burning stuff underneath the stove. So be sure to live your stovetop and clean it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I love our <laughs> Valentine's Day turned into a rat infestation. <laughs>
1: as one does
0: (laughs) one of my favorite things about valentine's day is actually galentine's day i actually love celebrating the women in my life that we rely so much on men to make us happy that i'm like why not spoil your girlfriends which is like galentine's day is february so what am i
1: getting this year
0: nothing (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) i said i like to spoil my friends no just kidding
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to make you cry. This is how it is all the time, guys. This is how it is all the time.
0: <laughs> to be fair, my emotions have gotten, you know, brought to the surface since being friends yeah, with Yeah, she's
1: allowed to do it because she'll cry in front of me once in a while. <laughs> I know. I actually cried in front
0: of her today, guys. I Ew. know, and I
1: wasn't even going to bring it up. I know, don't. You <laughs> but can't... I did tell my
0: boyfriend, I was like, Kelsey cried in front of me.
1: It's, it's a milestone in our
0: relationship. Literally. I think you're one of the three people in this world have, that have seen me cry. But Perfect. You know, <laughs> cementing our friendship, I guess.
1: What do you do on Valentine's Day? Do you have a good Valentine's Day story?
0: Okay, so I used to live with a, this girl, and we have been friends forever. And so when we were roommates, we would decorate the house and, like, Valentine's Day stuff. And she loved Sex in the City and the movie How to Be Single. So we watched those two things, like, probably for four years. <laughs> Aww, yeah, okay. so, and, and then we would go and get like wine and cheese and pretty much have a girl's date. And yeah. I always thought that was fun.
1: I love Valentine's Day. What are we going to do this year? I don't know. What should we do? Read OSS. <laughs> I know, literally.
0: Actually, it <laughs> like, won't be with our, it won't be in our possession. So that's we won't be true. Able to it's it.
1: not in our possession on Valentine's Day. Not until the 17th. We'll be plotting our next
0: book. We are really excited for our next book. Our next book is On Cloud Nine. It's going to be a
1: fake dating romance. And we've already started planning it. It's going to be luxurious. Exactly. I think if there's one word to describe On Cloud Nine, it's luxurious. Yeah, I agree. Are you getting your partner any Valentine's Day gifts? Or do you think they'd want something?
0: I think the only thing my partner wants on Valentine's Day is sex. (laughs) Sex. (laughs) it's okay you can say it so guys are pretty easy i will probably make a special breakfast we love breakfast so we'll do breakfast multiple times and so we'll probably make like heart shaped pancakes or something cheesy like that
1: that's so cute
0: that's adorable but what about you? What are What do you like to get on Valentine's Day? Do you have any expectations?
1: I don't have any expectations. I've been trying to not have expectations just in general about gifts because I used to take it really to heart because I thought my love language was gift giving, but that was just my mother's way of telling her, me that she loves me instead of like giving me a hug or something. So I thought like if you're not giving me the right gifts, <laughs> then you don't love me. I have obviously learned past this point in my life, so I try to keep my expectations low. I do get a little crushed if I don't get flowers, because I like flowers. I guess a little more crushed when the- okay, this is gonna be really pretentious, guys, so just like, clasp onto your seats. If I don't get the right flowers, I get really sad too. Like if they look like store-bought, cheapy flowers that like aren't in a coordinated bouquet that like looks pretty, I get really depressed
0: like they didn't take the time they just went to
1: it was just some like and the stems store. weren't cut when they were put into the vase which I'm like I know you know how to do this you know yeah
0: and especially at our age it's like come on that's what it is come on put in a little bit more effort yeah. i love getting plants for instead of flowers
1: yeah i do too i just my partner i think doesn't like really know anything about plants or yeah. how to buy them and i also like very specific kinds of plants because i know i can take care of them Yep, and like that, like we know what light our plants can survive in. I don't think like men have the second nature to be like.
0: No, and how much time have researched.
1: you googled plants? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Even if they spend an afternoon researching plants, I'd be like, but why this one? Where are we yeah put literally,
1: literally <laughs> where are we gonna put
0: three it? <laughs> windows? I can use light for. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I also feel that I am the worst gift giver. I oh, really suck at gift giving. I don't know what it, I get too in my head about it and then I overthink it and then I procrastinate until the last minute and then I have to buy something I didn't necessarily want because I thought about it for two months because I want to get the perfect gift, but my inability to reach perfectionism always falls short. So oh, I no. have always deemed myself a bad gift giver. I've never heard anybody be like, you're a great gift giver, because I am—I never. That I hear title. that
1: pretty frequently. I'm a good gift giver. She's a great gift giver.
0: Am I really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. For my birthday, you got me slippers, and yeah. I'm wearing the slippers right I now. I know.
1: I so that's what it is. That's how you become a good gift giver. You give people a little luxury that would make their everyday better. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, like, everyone has hand soap, but not everyone has fancy hand soap, and every single time they wash their hands with their fancy hand soap, they're going to think of you and how nice the experience is. So, if you get fancy hand soap, (laughs) that's
0: because of this episode.
1: (laughs) Literally, literally. But I think that's, like, my key to, like, good gift giving. Or if someone says they want something casually in passing, I try to, like, keep a list I yeah. keep a list for everyone of yeah. things that they might want in casual passing. And I like refer to the list if I need to give them a gift. So now I'm just going to
0: be casually like, I just wish I had a private jet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All within reason. Until <laughs> <laughs> our yeah. books blow up. And when they do, we'll take everyone on a private jet, guys.
0: Do you have a favorite gift that you've received on Valentine's Day specifically?
1: Yeah, I do actually. That's so funny that you say that. My partner is going to need to step up his game because it's been a few years since I've gotten a gift this good. I got this gift any other way is so ick. Okay. It's so ick. I'm so curious. I get such a cringe when I see people wear it. It's a heart necklace. When I see it, it's a heart necklace. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. you know what's special about my heart necklace? It's custom. My heart necklace is a vintage Tiffany's heart necklace. Okay. That's like in oh. gold.
0: Okay.
1: And I know, exactly. It's so, like, I can't even hate it because it's beautiful. And it's not a sheer heart where there's, like, a hole in the middle. It's, like, very tiny mm-hmm. and it's plushy. Like, it has, like, a dome-like shape. Mm-hmm. And it's on a very thin necklace. So, it's very me. And I really loved it. And that was like, I've ne- I've always wanted a heart necklace on Valentine's Day. And I got the the exact one that wouldn't make me want to vomit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I Oh, yeah. I've gotten so many heart necklaces. I'm like. <gasps>
1: Why? This so, is the worst
0: gift. <laughs> I know. I don't know what it is. But like in the town that I grew up in, that was like uh, the thing. So of any course, boyfriend yeah. or anybody I talked to, they would get me like a heart necklace from Kohl's or something. And I'd be like. That's what
1: like, it is. It gives me such an ick. I'm like so silver always like, exactly, it's always silver. silver, and the stones are always like a weird red plastic. Or they like fall out, they, yeah, yeah. actually. So I actually wear mine, like pretty frequently, because it's actually pretty.
0: I actually did get a Tiffany's heart necklace for our Valentine's Day too, Aww.
1: but it was like
0: one of the newer ones, but it's like very tiny, like it's tiny, and then right behind it there's like a blue heart. It's like a double and then it has Cute. our initials graved on it but when Aww. he got it for me i was so confused about the initials on the back because it said like k y c and i was like why is there a Y? And then in Spanish, it's Y as and. So That's
1: adorable. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you speak Spanish, bruh. <laughs> it's
0: That's very so cute. Fun.
1: That's adorable. Okay, good. We're both Tiffany's gals. Tiffany's.
0: I haven't worn mine in years because another thing I don't do is wear jewelry. Like you. I know.
1: I know you don't like jewelry as gifts. And in our scorching summer, there are some gifts that occur. And I wanted to give you something to match with me mm-hmm. and i could not give it to you because i know you wouldn't wear it
0: so if it's what i think you are talking about is it's it... not the
1: fancy version of what i'm talking no, no, about no, no. okay but so it's a, a version i
0: actually wore two of those for years with my husband like... okay very cute we should get ourselves and then the guys some we have a bunch because every time we go to mexico we pick them up i say like every time we go to mexico i haven't been to mexico in a while but like my family's from there so like we go sometimes yeah (laughs) and it's something that they sell there anyway you guys will uh, we're like talking in code i know we're
1: just also trying to get you excited yeah it's cryptic be excited nico likes to buy lily things
0: (laughs) and like maybe we'll have like a giveaway with them maybe you guys will get matching ones with us
1: yeah i love that okay amazing that would be very cute (laughs) have you ever read
0: a book with valentine's day featured in the book i don't think i know any books on valentine's day i don't think so either i can't remember any books that have valentine's day if you guys know of any books that have valentine's day scenes send us over a message on instagram katie between the sheets And we would love to read them.
1: Have you seen the movie Valentine's Day?
0: I think so. That's the one with multiple points of views, right?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I don't know why I get that one mixed up with Love Actually, but...
1: Because it's very similar. So is New York, I Love You. I kind of like movies that follow a bunch of different points of views and then they get all together.
0: Yeah, and then they all tie back. It's also, he's not that into you. I love that movie. It's such a good, I watched that the other day, and I was like, this is such a good movie.
1: You know, that movie, I was really concerned that that movie was just, like, a man's film. Mm -hmm. And it's actually based on a book written by a woman, but it is directed by a guy. Of course, all of them. Yeah, all of them are. But it was just very interesting to watch it and feel not berated. I felt, like, very rewarded as a woman, the way that everything was represented. Yeah, same.
0: Yeah. And, I
1: and And, like, like, the character was a little annoying, but, like, not weak.
0: I think the thing with characters is that I can always find an annoying flaw in a character because I find most things annoying. So it's easy for me to, like, watch a movie and be like, oh, I hate that. But it's usually because... It's something about me, you know? like
1: Exactly. I think that's, like, the thing about writing is you also have to remember that we all have flaws. And the reason we all grow and become better people is because we grow much like a lot of characters do. So I feel like in a lot of movies, I dislike people and then they'll change. And I'm like, oh, good for them. I'm And, and like, that's their story and their arc. I know. Okay, guys. So Denise
0: has gotten me hooked onto Love Island. Like hooked on and like my partner and I are watching Love Island right now, which is
1: what me and my partner do. And my partner actually watches Love Island and The Bachelor on his own. Just and, just bragging there.
0: I know because you know what? I now that I'm older And you have taught me how to watch reality TV. And that's the thing. Like, I didn't know how to watch reality TV because I would, like, watch it by myself. And, like, it's not as fun. But when you have... And it's a little
1: anxiety-inducing if you don't know how to watch it because you really get really stressed about what everyone's doing.
0: Yeah. And now that we write, I love, love watching and being like, okay, this person is this way because of X, Y, and Z. They must have had some trauma oh my god, okay, so he's lying. I don't think he even knows that he's lying, but, and it's so fun to psychoanalyze them, and like, figure out what made them who they are, which is essentially what we do as writers.
1: Exactly. And I feel like that's like the coolest thing about a structure like Love Island where someone is literally stuck in the same house together. Your flaws unravel really quickly, like very quickly. And then you have to, you can't get mad at it because once you're hooked into the show, you're kind of like with these people nonstop and you're not Mm going to stop watching because like you've committed all your time into them. And it really is when you start... Thinking about people, you're like, oh, wow, she got cheated on. I get why she has trust issues. Is she going to overcome that? Is he going to prove himself to her? And it's, like, so perfect award. for someone who enjoys romance it's just like are they gonna grow together and you see first impressions you see yeah. like I,
0: I think the best part is when they say something cringy they know they said something cringy and then they have to go and they go in their little box and they're like yeah i don't i don't really know why i said that but now it's out there so which is
1: almost it's just so similar to how we read romance yeah. right we see the characters act one way and think another way and you're just like Oh my god, you're self-sabotaging. But here in a real setting, you're watching these people go into their aside and be like, "Wow, I'm I really sound so silly right now."
0: Yeah, and I know that some reality TV is scripted or only shown to shown like certain parts, obviously. But I'm not sitting in reality TV shows being like, "Oh my god, why did they write it this way?" Yeah, Which in movies exactly. and books I do. I question why it's written this way and I want there to be a purpose, but in reality TV there needs to be no purpose. It's just how the character acts is how they are or how they want to be perceived. Because I mean a lot of these people are like putting
1: on a persona. But yeah. like we all do, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, like whenever we're meeting someone, very few of us can genuinely say, like, I'm a hundred percent myself because yeah. it's a first impression. Everyone's know, always there, trying to like make the best one.
0: My face is beat red, I'll be <laughs> super awkward I'll ask some super awkward questions and then I'm like they want to be friends with me cool if
1: not I'm voted off the island <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: literally dude we've also been watching Survivor
1: I don't know we're in a reality same uh, us too I've I love never... that we're watching the same TV I
0: know because it's we're literally the same person. Like when you're we <laughs> editing, we were like highlighting the same portions, being like, oh, this could leave, whatever. Yeah. It's make- very
1: cool to like be really in sync. I feel like because we're writing, we're even more in sync now. And yeah. If any of you have ever thought about writing with a friend, give it a go because it could be really rewarding
0: you have to learn how to communicate there is definitely a lot of times where we're like okay let's take a step back the thing that we do really great is that the manuscript is on one side of the table and we're on the other side of the table and we both want to make it the best as possible so we're never arguing with ourselves we're arguing over like is this the best thing for the book Yeah. Which I think is how you should handle most issues. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can take the ego and everything out, I think it's really good. To wrap up this week's episode, what are you doing for this year's Valentine's Day?
1: I have no plans. I did make a reservation at the Comedy Cellar. Nice. But I might have a previous obligation and not be able to make it. So we shall see. (laughs) Nice. I don't even know what day Valentine's Day is. I think it's on a Tuesday.
0: Oh, it's on Tuesday. So we'll be spending (laughs) next week with you guys on
1: Valentine's Day. We are going to have a very fun episode for you guys next week. We're going to do a bunch of very TMI quizzes and out ourselves about very uncomfortable things.
0: Oh, that's, we're going to take the kink test, right? Yeah. Or the BDSM test.
1: And the rice purity test and some other tests. And we're going to go through all of our answers (laughs) with you guys.
0: I feel like that's going to be a wine Night too, guys. I agree. <laughs> Thank
1: you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget to read Water Under the Bridge on Kindle Unlimited and get that paperback because it's so, so cute. Our Scorching Summer is also up for pre order. It is a Friends with Benefits, very, very spicy romantic comedy. And we are so excited to connect with you on our Instagram, Katie Between the Sheets, and on Twitter, Katie In The Sheets. Be sure to add us, DM us, and like this episode to show your support. We cannot wait to see you next week.
0: Bye, guys.